You are listening to the REI Mastermind Podcast. Join JD as he chats with industry-leading real estate experts and professionals. We learn from their experience and uncover the strategies to their success that we can implement into our own businesses and we can drive immediate results today. They share their experience and wisdom as we build the foundation to our own success. This is the REI Mastermind Network. We have Krista Mayshore on, and Krista is going to help us with something that I think we all need a little help with, and that is our online digital presence um, and squeezing every penny out of that marketing dollar. Krista, I really appreciate you being on the show. And before we started, I warned you, we're going to make sure everybody has your contact information right up front. So how would they best find you? Yeah. So you can just, if you go to, I do a free um, five-day coaching ch- challenge. It's here's kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. That's kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. We teach you how to do really ninja marketing tactics to give you exposure to get those great investment deals. <laughs> yeah. And make sure you uh, subscribe to her podcast because she has one called Fired Up that I know there's a lot of great content. Um, especially regarding this. So again, I really appreciate your time. And and this is something that I think a lot of people, especially people who are getting into real estate investing for the first time, they really struggle with. Like I mentioned to you before we hit record, that every real estate investor is trying to wring every penny they can out of their marketing dollar. But what you're su- suggesting is that they could literally become even maybe a local celebrity. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and Jack, thank you so much for having me on here. I really appreciate it. I love what you're doing. So thanks for including me on this. It means a lot. Um, yeah. So I, I teach people how to utilize content and to properly distribute it locally so that they can find those deals, right? We teach people how to become literally the local go-to expert in their profession or field. And I call it being the community market leader. So anything real estate related or community related, um, they start being the go-to person and creating content around it and properly distributing it. So it gets massive amounts of eyes on there so they can become well-known and trusted. Sure. Well, a lot of people, you know, when the first thought when it comes to anything like this is, you know, Facebook, for example, like what other things should people keep in mind? Like how do they start? That's probably the best question I could ask. So, and honestly, some of might think, oh, this sounds a little too complicated. And I'll tell you, it's really not, right? So you you want to start creating content and, and getting it out there so it can be seen. And you can have a lot of exposure. So for example, if you were to spend $200 on a video ad, you can get 300, 400, 500, 600 hours of watch time on that one video from a $200 ad spin, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this one strategy that I used last year we did, we had 48 listings just from this strategy and we generated over $740,000 in commissions from those 48 listings from utilizing this video strategy. So what happens is most people will create content or, or they'll create a landing page and they'll say, if you're thinking about selling your house, you know, you know, you don't want to put it on the market or whatever else you know, click here. But instead what people need to do is they need to develop a relationship with their audience. And so what I teach people how to do is to create content let's say maybe it is regarding investing or, or finding flips or whatever it might be, right? Finding the perfect type house. If somebody's watching a whole video on that, 
and you can tell they've watched it say 75% or more, it's probably, they're probably thinking about putting their house on the market and they don't want to have to hassle, right? So maybe they're interested in iBuyer or quick cash close or whatever it might be. Um, maybe they're they're afraid of the coronavirus and they don't want to be exposed, whatever that reasoning is. If you can create content and people are watching it and then you continue to put more content in front of those exact same people, then later on you talk to them about maybe doing a consultation about you know purchasing their home. It's a to- totally different story it's, and it converts much more quickly than just sending them straight to the landing page where it says, hey, do you want a consultation? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And so that's what I teach people how to do. And, and also to develop a relationship with their community so that, that people feel more comfortable you know, reaching out to you and, and they're much more likely to convert because they've made a connection, they've developed trust, they position you as the authority. So the whole process just becomes so much easier. It's an attraction-based model instead of a, instead of a you know, chasing-based model. Right. So you're, you're talking about video and that's typically scares a lot of people. Like what, what kind of, I've, I've run into people who think that they need to have high end equipment and, and get, get the ivory bell and whistle and it has to be perfect. What, what would they need to just get started? Well, look at us right now. We're just on Zoom, right? We don't have anything fancy. There's no words popping up on the screen. All you need is a cell phone. Every single person has a cell phone. You just need to have a cell phone and hit record and start. Make sure there's no dirty underwear in the background or no, you know, planes driving by or or horns going off, you know, train, train horns going off and just start hit record, right? And no one, let's be clear, Jack, Weird people like to do video. If, if you're one of those people that like to do video, you're, you're weird, right? Most people do not like to do video. They're petrified of what they're going to look like or sound like or how they're afraid their nose looks big or they're going to say the wrong thing or they're going to look stupid or someone's not going to like them. Everyone feels that way. But anything can be can be, um, can be learned. And there's something called the parasocial relationship. And what that is, is since our, our brains have been programmed to see somebody on the other side of a screen, like the video or the TV or the phone and start to think of them as somebody important, they start to literally develop a one-sided relationship with them. It's just like you do on TV. And when that happens, the conversion process and the reaching out process and the attraction process just happens so much more naturally and seamlessly. And, and without the person that's creating the videos, they don't even know it's even happening. Hmm. Until so, all of a sudden they start hearing, I see you everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, outside of Facebook, do you recommend people posting and utilizing any other services? Yeah. So what I tell people to do is it's it's very easy to get overwhelmed, right? So I tell people to master one platform. I personally think Facebook is the absolute best. I've I've built several multi-million dollar businesses from this exact strategy using Facebook alone. Um, but start with that. And you can also put it onto your website if you have one. If you put the video on there and the, um, and the transcription, you'll get SEO. If you put the same video on YouTube, you'll get SEO because YouTube is owned by Google. And so you'll start getting getting organic reach that way. So since you're doing the video, I highly recommend doing that. But I wouldn't work work. I wouldn't be so concerned right away of just doing it all because jack of all trades, master of none. Like pick your platform, learn how to run ads, spend a little bit of marketing dollars to make that marketing dollar go so much further, right? And then once you've got that mastered, and I mean mastered, it, it takes a couple of years sometimes to learn these platforms because they change so often. Unless you're just a super whiz and you've got tons of time on your hands and then go ahead and do more. But I'd say pick one and then move to the next. But yes, that's called video repurposing and we repurpose our videos everywhere. Sure. Yeah, you mentioned that that you uh, you you broadcast or, or place it on on every service you can, right? Yeah, yeah, we do, we do. And again, it's only because I have a team now and I have help, but I didn't do that originally at first. Um, we, we 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 just started with Facebook, and then we put it on our website, and now we've we've kind of 
branched off. And we were very successful without putting it everywhere. But if you're taking the time to do the content, you might as well put it in multiple platforms, right? Mm-hmm. So have you talked, have, talk a little bit about like what kind of content have you typically seen? You know, I, I think there's a lot of uh, analysis paralysis when people are trying to make this content as to, well, what what do I have to talk about? Like it, it's, it needs to be, they feel like they, it needs to be planned out or, or something like what, what are some of those topics that you would recommend? So what a, a great thing to do is like, even just being going and having a hamburger or eating at a restaurant, just, you know, take it, take a video of you like, Oh my gosh, I just ordered this hamburger. It's so good. I'm here at Chili's right now. And they have a special, you know, two margaritas for 20 bucks. And you've got to come try it. Um, and uh, by the way, if you're thinking of selling and you don't want to list your house, <laughs> you know, uh, call me up. We, we, we'll, we'll work out something, work out a great deal. Right. I'm not even saying that, but you, and it is, there is a lot of paralysis around doing video content until you just keep doing it over and over again. So you can talk about, you can be a reporter. What I mean by being a reporter is you could go read a good book or watch a great movie or, 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 you know, take a coaching class or some kind of a class or, and then you can just go out and talk about, Oh my gosh, today I just learned X, Y, and Z. And it was amazing. Right. You can interview other local um, restaurants or local professionals or local businesses. You can just talk about different communities or what's new or what's coming. Um, you can give tips and tricks regarding your profession, right? It might be like, hey, if you are thinking about selling and you want to get the most out of your property, because investors, you know, if, if they give information about helping people sell, but they're also investors and they're giving information about how you you can sell, you know, you can sell without having to do it the traditional way, the they're going to develop more trust. So I would also give tips and tricks on how to sell for top dollar and things like that. And when you're doing that, people are going to think you're helping them. But also what they're going to think is, is like, oh man, I don't want to have to do all those things. I don't want to have to put my, clean my house and have people come through it and blah, blah, blah. Right. And then you might even get some people that you can, you can get some traditional type sellers, which you then can give referrals out to other agents. And if you have a license, you can get paid a commission doing that. Sure. So as a reminder, everybody, I want them to have your contact information again, um, but definitely check out her podcast, Fired Up with Krista Mayshore. And, uh, yes, what Fired was Up your, with Krista Mayshore. Yeah, and you probably can find your website pretty easily just typing Krista Mayshore in the, in the Googles. Yeah, kristamayshore.com, it'll show up. <laughs> so, but um, I've seen more and more people having a lot of success with LinkedIn have you had any experience with that? And and is there a different strategy or tactic they should leverage on a professional network like that? So we use LinkedIn too. Um, and it's just a matter of making sure that you post content and you give value. Um, we're not running any ads on LinkedIn and that, you know, you can, you can, there's different platforms and softwares that you can utilize to sort of target people. Like I said, I mean, it's, I mean, I have a whole, I have a company, I've got a team now and we can't master all the platforms, right? It's just, it is a lot of work, but I do think LinkedIn can be very, very um, useful. I'm not sure for what your lis- listeners are wanting, if, it, if it's quite as good, just because I think a lot of people that, I think a lot of professional people that would be on LinkedIn, most likely would sell their home the normal way. They wouldn't be as interested in probably you know, offing it for lower, lower than net worth. So I'm not sure that would be the best area. Mm-hmm. I think YouTube would be better than um, Facebook and YouTube would be better than LinkedIn, in my opinion, for your audience, but I could be wrong. No, yeah, that's, that's a very good point. I think there's, that's something that you, you just pointed out that you have different audiences on these different networks. Do you mm-hmm. find that you have mm-hmm. to alter and any people of are- 
I was going to say, were you going to? So I. Sorry. (laughs) No, go ahead. No, I don't alter it. So, I mean, there are times I do do content specifically for YouTube and YouTube is a little bit longer. The videos are a little bit longer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of it's kind of the same. People are going to YouTube to compare and contrast and learn. People are on, so they're specifically going there, typing in, you know, hey, how to sell my house without putting it on the market or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, but on Facebook, you're kind of you're kind of interrupting them. So the idea is to get them to stop the scroll and to to click on you, but they're there so often. I mean, people are always on Facebook. The average person goes spends over two and a half hours a day on social media. So you want to kind of like pattern interrupt, kind of sh- start like showing up so they keep seeing you over and over again. I mean, how many times have you seen something and finally after 12 times, you finally clicked on it? That's kind of the idea mm-hmm. a- uh, of it. And um, if your content's interesting and if it's something that you know, especially if you're, if they've already watched content previous and the content is similar to what they already watched, then you'll have a very good chance of of putting information in front of them. That's very useful and valuable to them. So they'll end up watching it. Sure. So you, you say pattern interrupt, is there any tips or strategies there to, to get their attention? Because typically when you're scrolling through, it's more of a thumbnail, right? Like there's yeah, it's usually some- a thumbnail or it's a video. One of the two, right? It's a thumbnail or a video, because um, sometimes we have the videos that just will play. Uh, you wanna you wanna make sure it doesn't look like an ad, right? The more it looks like an ad, the less likely it is gonna convert. So you wanna make it look as less ad-ish as possible, and that's that's one of the ways. So um, you never wanna have like a super stock looking photo that you can tell is just a stock photo because typically stock photos are what they use for ads, right? So you wanna um, there's different strategies. Sometimes we find that if you don't put any words on a, on an ad, it convert it converts better. Like the initial click through rate is higher. But sometimes if and sometimes people will do a picture that has nothing to do with what it is they're trying to do. The problem with that is is that if somebody is clicking on the picture, there might be a high click through rate, but then the conversion rate isn't very high because the picture had nothing to do with what it is the person was was thinking that they were going to the ad for, or they didn't know what they were going to the ad for. So you got to mm-hmm. think about those kind of things too. Yeah. No, we had an example here locally where we had a realtor who who uh, made comment that until uh, he'd been posting quite a bit of content on Facebook, then it wasn't until he took that uh, pepper challenge. You know, they were taking the Carolina Reaper. Oh, he, really? He, he he sat down in front of the camera and, and ate one of those Carolina Reapers and, and, you know, basically lost it because, I mean, how hot it is. That's when he finally got his local celebrity status. You know, that's that's what got people's attention. I guess how, people how like to see others in pain. Yeah, yeah. People people love that. Yeah, people love that. It's it's true. Negative publicity does better than positive publicity. For example, if you see a headline, man saves 10 babies, like people aren't going to click. But if it says 10 babies burn in building, everyone's reading. You know, it's just so sad. But that, that is funny. Yeah, I can imagine that video doing well. And, and see, people like to be laughed, right? For, for video, you want to be enthusiastic. You want to try to be entertaining if you can. Or you just want to be engaging and educating, right? Like people like to, to learn. And you don't have to be, like I know some people are, think like, well, I'm not very, you know, outgoing. I'm not, I'm sort of, you know, I'm not real, really outgoing. Well, you don't have to be outgoing to be enthusiastic about your subject matter or to be engaging about your subject matter. Right. So you, you're talking about like uh, between YouTube and Facebook, the YouTube videos can be a little longer and maybe a little ed- more educational. Um, 
is that something that, you know, it, a lot of, a lot of the marketing that we do is very persistent, consistent, you know, it, it's something that we have to send out on a regular basis. Yellow letters, for example, we send out postcards all the time. There's a new campaign going out on a weekly basis. Do you find that there's like some sort of consistency associated with digital marketing too? Absolutely. I can, I tell my students they should do that to aim for three videos a week. If you can do two, you're awesome where you put a small budget behind it. Right. And so you want to do like different objectives, whether it's the reach objective or the video views objective, but I would say do one niche video, which would be like your real estate investing, right? Do one, um, uh, personal type of video or, or tips and tricks, interviewing a local restaurant, eating at a local restaurant, doing the, you know, eating the, the hot chili type of thing. Um, and then one like market type of an update, what's happening in the market or real estate, real estate mm-hmm. type of video, right? So kind of mixing personal um, interviews, restaurants with real estate and with your niche is the trick. So if you could do one real estate, one niche and one um, community slash tip trick hack video, like it's golden. Most people will not do that, but we find if you can at least do two a week, I mean, you're going to start doing, seeing some results pretty fast. Sure. And you said the the length of the content can vary depending on the, on the platform too. Like how long, like could a, should you be like a YouTube video versus a, like a Facebook video? It seems like Facebook so you have a say, less time. Yeah, you're totally right. And so it used to be like they, YouTube, they wanted like six, 12 minutes long, right? Now they're saying like three to six minutes is fine or three minutes is just fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because people are getting less and less patient of watching things. Like people will look to see how long a video is. And if it's too long, they just won't watch it. But top of funnel should be short. And as you start bringing people down your funnel, the videos can get a little bit longer. So if you can show somebody a video for 30 to 60 seconds and it captures their attention, they watch like 75% of it or 100% of it. And the next video you show them can be a little bit longer. You can go into more detail because it's something you know they're interested in, right? If somebody only watched 10 seconds, obviously they're probably not interested in it. So um, they're not going to watch the next one, but you want more highly qualified targeted leads, right? So they'll be more qualified when you start to bring them down the funnel and you start targeting retargeting people that originally watched the first thing and retargeting them later to the second thing. You know, you, you've been talking about uh, this, this funnel and the targeting, you know, being able to like in Facebook, if they watch three quarters of the, of the video, you know, they're a little bit more uh, engaged than, than somebody else. Like does your platform or do you show, show people how to, because that, that advertising platform on Facebook can get a little complicated. Like, do you show people how to do all this? Yeah, we show them how to do it step by step. We tell them, we give them step by step how to do it. We give them campaigns to run, which objectives to do. We teach them all of it. Yeah, when, I've just talked about the Facebook Pixel a couple times, for example, and I can actually tell when people's eyes just gloss over. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they do, and it's that's not even hard. It's just it's just different, right? So I mean, we have to be willing, especially now, to adapt, right? So we have to be willing to adapt to what our environment's bringing us. And so the good part about COVID and what's happening with COVID is that people have been forced to learn to be online a little bit more. And quite frankly, in order for you to be known, you've got to be seen and you've got to be heard, right? Right now you can't be seen or heard in the normal way. So this is forcing you to kind of open up your mind to a new type of marketing. I mean, this marketing is, 
I mean, this has helped me be in the top 1% of realtors throughout the nation. I typically sell anywhere from, you know, uh, the year I left real estate to go into coaching, I sold 154 homes that year myself with like a transaction coordinator and a, and a part-time assistant or an assistant, right? Um, and now I have my brother who acts as me. And now like this year, we only sold 90 homes, which for me is like super low, but I work about five hours a month creating the videos, writing the scripts, and I'm just the face of the, of the company. And my brother now shows up and he's the one that takes the appointments and lists them. And then my process and strategies, like I'm coaching, you know, 99% of the time. So um, it it's not hard once you learn. It's just different, right? It's just mm-hmm. different. Like when it, the first time you learned to do an ad, it'll take you two and a half hours. Now we can teach people. People have told me, Krista... You save me two and a half hours. I remember wondering why the heck did I do this? And now I can create, you know, I can create 15 ads in an hour, like, because it just gets to be so easy. It's not hard. Like, it'll take you about six minutes an ad once you get good at it. So, well, you know, you're, you're making me rethink a couple things myself because, you know, I create these videos, <laughs> but I've noticed that there's quite a few people lately that uh, will, will do a full length podcast like this, a video recording, and then they, they release a bunch of little clips from the show on the same channel. I suppose it's because of the smaller attention span of those viewers. Yeah. Yeah. Take just some, some nuggets out of it. Right. So do the, do the long one, take some nuggets out of it and, and put it out there. Um, And then if you can tell people are watching it, target them the whole one, let them see the entire, the entire piece, but but don't start with the long one, start off with some really good nuggets on, what they can do to improve their business or their life or whatever it might be. So it grabs their attention and send them another one and then send them the long one. Right. So again, talk a little bit about image. How, how should somebody appear on this? Because let's, let's face fact, you know, I'm a, I'm a fat bald guy sitting here <laughs> in, in near North Dakota, uh, doing, doing something in a local restaurant compared to you. I mean, it's going to be, uh, night and day here. That's so funny. So everyone thinks that, right? Um, it's not true. We have people of all different shapes, colors, sizes, ages that are doing this from across the country. And the ones that do it well are the ones that just do it consistently. Doesn't matter what they look like, how old they are. I mean, I have I have extensions. I have fake hair. And I got to tell you, I didn't have my hair in for a year. And I felt so uncomfortable because my hair is short and thin and brown and ugly. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so ugly. And I hated doing the videos, but I still did them. And it didn't hurt my business that I thought I looked so ugly, right? I just, it's just a matter of me doing it. So anything can be learned, anything can be taught, but you really do need the right support system and the right group to get you there. Otherwise it's hard because we just go back to doing the normal things. There's there's actually a study, it's called the change or die study. And um, these doctors told these people, hey, if you don't change what you're doing, you're going to die. Meaning they had certain health conditions, like maybe they're drinking too much or high blood pressure, whatever it might be. After a year, nine out of 10 people went back to their regular lifestyle, even though it meant they were going to die. There was Mm -hmm. another group that had coaching, accountability, and support. They had help. They had people that help them get through 77% out of a hundred. So you're seven times more likely to make a change, even when it means death, right? If you have coaching, accountability, and support, because we're all creatures of habit. So, you know, having a strong support system, being with like-minded individuals that are doing it, seeing their success, seeing how well it's working, it makes it easier. You know, someone said something to me today. I was actually on a different, oh, it was a different podcast or what was it? I don't remember, but he said, he said, oh, it was my coaching call. So I had, I had a guest speaker on my coaching call. And he was talking about marriage. He talked about how one of his coaches one time said to him, Bart, has anybody made a million dollars in this profession? And he goes, oh yeah, lots of people. 
And he said, okay, then that means it can be done. And if you're not doing it, it's your fault and no one else's because it can be done. Right. And I was like, oh my God, that is so powerful because like, there's plenty of people doing it and that, you know, that are 400 pounds or, you know, maybe they've got a huge nose or they're 95 and they're doing well on it. It's like the only person to blame if you're not doing it is you, right? No one else. And what I always say to people is if you like money and you want to make an impact, then start using video because it breaks down barriers it positions you as the expert. People are much more willing to do business with people that they know, like, and trust, right? Mm-hmm. And and so it's like when I go, when I used to go to a listing appointment, I mean, and, and I've been hearing, I love you. I'm f- almost 50, okay, Jack? So f- I think it's funny that you're telling me that I look so much better than you. It's, it's, I'm 50 years old. But I've been hearing stuff like that for since when I was 33 and I was young and hot and like smoking hot, right? Here I am selling 150, 160 homes a year. And people would say to me, ah, Krista, it's just because you're cute. I have heard that so many damn times in my career. And I just go, yep, you're right. You just keep thinking that. Well, I just keep kicking your ass in business because I'm willing to do what you're not willing to do. Like, that's what my mind is saying. It's like, oh yeah, you know. No, it's because I've been willing for years and years to do things that most people wouldn't, right? So for example, when people were, you know, uh, putting out black and white flyers, I was doing four page colored brochures on my signs and I was putting the little disc, you know, the little discs on there with 50 pictures and I was putting them on the signs. And then I was advertising my listings on television when people were like, oh my God, you're spending all that money. It's like, yes, I'm spending that money to make a ton more, right? Or, um, you know, like doing these videos, I've been creating video content and I was scared to death before I had to have videographers and they had to have two assistants and there's three of them watching me. And now what used to cost me, you know, $500 I can do for five cents, right? With my cell phone. And so it's just, it's amazing at, at what, what the the impact? There's a reason why McDonald's markets on the Super Bowl when it costs them probably 500 times more than a normal day. It's because mm-hmm. McDonald's knows that that kind of marketing works, right? That right. that is why McDonald's is. I think McDonald's is like a 170 billion dollar company, something crazy like that. I have a stat somewhere, and and Burger King is like a seven billion dollar company. The reason why McDonald's is, uh, you know, 157 billion times more successful than Burger King is because they are better at branding. They make tough choices. They innovate. They copy, right? They see what's like, for example, they copied, they saw that Starbucks was working. They put coffee, Starbucks, they put coffee into their, into their restaurants. Now they made a tough choice by doing that because none of the franchises wanted it. It was a tough choice, right? So they copied and they made a tough choice all in one. If you think about a burger, like a, you say, I say McDonald's and right to your mind, you know what you think. The golden arches, right? You think of Mr. McDonald. When I say Burger King, you don't really, I cannot, I don't even know what the Burger King logo is, okay? And they're innovative, right? They're much mm-hmm. more innovative. They were the first ones to ever utilize the ATM, you know, an ATM machine. Again, tough choice, cost a little bit more money, no one to do it. But that tough choice makes them like over $160 billion more successful than Burger King. Does that make sense? So we have to be willing to do the tough things sometimes. We need to be willing to brand ourselves. We need to be willing to be innovative. We need to be willing to make tough choices. Most people are not willing to do that, yet they want to have, they want all the successes and the riches, but they're not willing to do the things that it takes to get them there. Well, I, that, that was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I, I love the rant. I, I, uh, really think that if if people want to check out more of what you have to say i mean if based on just that last bit alone you got to get over to uh krista's 
uh, podcast, fire up, subscribe today, hit some of those like buttons on some of her videos on YouTube. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, I just wanted to wrap things up with a, with a couple things that you brought up and that I really want to make sure that to drive home and some takeaways for people to take some immediate action. First of all, you said that, uh, be aware of those of those uh, social networks you're posting to. You're not going to put a hour long video on Facebook. It's not the same content necessarily. You're trying to do some sort of pattern interrupt when you're on Facebook. Pick one of those social networks and target that initially at least, and then generate those three videos a week. Um, and it sounds like you really need somebody to hold you accountable or somebody who can be there as your partner or somebody to push you along because like you said it's a change or die situation and if you're not willing to change because a death is on the horizon uh, you need somebody there to hold you accountable and and support you and and uh, get behind you yes absolutely huge 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 so with that one last question. Is there a question you wished I would have asked you here today? No, I think you were great. I, I think I'll just, I want to bring it back to you. Like think about you, Jack, the first shot you've done over 200 episodes of your REI podcast. Right. And the first one, you probably pretty much sucked. I mean, how many, how many listeners do you have a month now? Uh, I've lost track actually, depending on the platform. Okay. Okay. So, but when you first started, did you have a lot? No. And were you good? Friends and family. Yeah, no. <laughs> and were you scared? Were you Absolutely. scared? Absolutely. In fact, has this this is this is a this is a great example. If if I didn't feel some sort of mental obligation to my listeners, this isn't something I would normally do. I I I'm not somebody. I can to tell just, that about you. <laughs> I'm not somebody to randomly walk up to somebody and start a conversation. I can tell that about you and look at you doing this. Like I can tell you're probably, you're a little introvert. Am I wrong? Oh, I'd say a lot introverted. I was just going to say you're a lot introverted. Okay. I, I would, I would, I would say that. So seeing the fact that you're doing this now, has this made it a positive financial impact on your business? Yeah. Yes. Significantly. Yeah. I, I, well, I think it's, it's my, one of the reasons it's called REI mastermind is that it's a, it's selfish to a certain extent because I find this as an opportunity to learn from industry experts. Mm, this is this great. is almost selfish, and I'm basically recording it for people who want to listen to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's awesome. So, so, so how could it not benefit me in in many ways? Yeah, and exactly. And look at it now. You're you know you're 200 episodes in. It's natural. You're smiling on here. You're better. You have way more listeners. You've lost track. Okay. That's how, that is the momentum effect of video and properly distributing it to get in front of people because you have to think about it. It's impossible for someone to see you over and over and over again and not all of a sudden think about you when they go to think about it. You know, they just think about you. So not only do they think about you for them, but they think about you for their friends and their family. It's like, oh, you, you need, you're thinking about buying a house. You want to, you know, you don't want to sell your house. Oh my gosh. Call Jack. Jack does these great videos and stuff. Or it's that person that you met at a party 17 years ago. That's like, I remember that person or the first person you ever kissed that would never, ever think of you or call you. And now they're like, yep, I made out with her in kindergarten. I'm calling her, right? Like, oh, that was that Krista girl. Remember, like we held hands and whatever it might be. That's how it works. And it just works so, so well. So, 
you know, I, I was saying this earlier, I can't tell you how many times I've gone on a listening presentation. I see other top producers coming in and, and I, they choose me like every time because they already knew they were going to choose me before I even got there or they wouldn't have called me. Right. No, this is a good example again, is that is the mailings that we do. I can't tell you. Yeah. We, it's a very persistent, consistent thing. You know, I'm, I'm constantly sending out postcards, but it's, it's almost on a regular basis now that I'll get a phone call on an old number on, on a mailing I did like a year ago. And it's because they, they got enough of them that they just, one of them slipped into their, in, into their drawer or, or a family member found it, or, you know, it's, 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 it's the top of mind thing. They kept it for some, for some reason. Have you ever heard of a website called carrot? Yeah. Do you use carrot? We've had, I do use carrot and I've had uh, uh, him on the, on the show. Trevor. Yeah. Yeah. Trevor's a friend of mine. Yeah. I was going to say a carrot would be really, really good for your listeners to use carrot. I know he's, and, and again, he says, Krista, the video content works better than anything else, but getting the, getting the people to do it's almost impossible, right? But he's like, well, the ones that do the video content are the ones that dominate on carrot. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's one of those things that I we got to get better of. We got that. We got the platform, but we don't embed the videos as often. Yeah. Start doing that. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it again, Krista. This was awesome. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it, Jack. You're you're awesome too. And I'm I'm really proud of you for getting outside of your comfort zone because you're making an impact. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. This has been the REI Mastermind Network. You can already tell that we've made some changes and a few more are on the way. If you are interested in what we have planned, head over to patreon.com slash REI Mastermind and support the show today. Financial contributions are always appreciated along with a like, share, and review. It really helps us grow and reach more people with this valuable information. See you next time, and tell a friend.